0: what is good everyone welcome back to the podcast and on today's podcast it's a big one super bowl edition and i had a huge plan and then it has fell through (laughs) badly man i was supposed to have graham and i was hoping maybe my brother would want to be on it since he's at home but he's told me no how dare him whatever but we still have seth wansing he's in a good he's in a good mood he just got a nice little Trim LSU, won the national championship a yeah, couple sir. of weeks ago. Yeah, he's sir. got the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yes,
1: yeah, sir. So we
0: got some stuff to talk about. First, let's talk about this.
1: Will Jimmy Garoppolo outplay
0: Patrick Mahomes?
1: Absolutely so, not. Absolutely not. He threw eight passes last game and probably the biggest game he's ever played in. So I, the 49ers are kind of like – I kind of compare the 49ers to their winning recipe – They just do it better than the Cowboys can. The Cowboys are run, run, run the football. Dak throws a play-action pass, gets some big numbers up. The 49ers are run the football even more than the Cowboys, and then they both play defense. So I I don't see Jimmy Garoppolo being much of a threat. I think it's going to be more the Chiefs are going to have to focus on their running game more than anything.
0: Well, does Jimmy Garoppolo have to outplay Patrick Mahomes to win this game? Oh, most definitely, <laughs> and he won't. <laughs> it's... Here, okay, I like how you compared them to the Dallas Cowboys. I compared them honestly to the Tennessee Titans a little mm-hmm. more. They just got a way better defense, obviously. Yeah. They their running game, they run the ball like Tennessee, except obviously Mo, Mostert is a more speedster back than Derrick Henry, which wants to contact and puts contact in it. Uh, and I Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, he's had good games. I mean, he put up some numbers against New Orleans in that shootout down in. But <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but besides that, like, I feel like he is getting underappreciated because he did just throw six passes in the NFC Championship. But, I mean, I still think he can throw the ball well. Oh,
1: Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But he's not Patrick. well oh. <laughs> First off, he hasn't been here. Mm-hmm. And when I like, – even when the... If the 49ers knew they could run the ball like that, why not get Jimmy G some experience throwing some passes in a big-time game? Yeah. Like, I, it might have been a little selfish and a little unsportsmanlike, but you might as well do it. And I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play a good game. It's just that you have someone that's not human across the sideline that's going to probably put up 400,
0: 500 yards. Yeah, I mean... the. The reason you pick the Chiefs to win this, if you're picking the Chiefs to win this, is because you feel Patrick Mahomes can still do his thing against that defense.
1: That, and I think that our defense is going to play better than a lot of people think.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to some tight end talk. Arguably, the two best tight ends are playing in this game. Mm-hmm. Do Is your mindset that Kelsey is still better than Kittle, or is Kittle better than Kelsey?
1: I think Kittle is better than Kelsey. Um, I think Kittle has more consistent hands... Um, He's a little bit better blocker. I think Kelsey's a better route runner. Um, Kittle also has a little bit more on the speed-wise. I think Kelsey has more about um, ball location and being able to go up and get a ball better than Kittle. But I think um, both are fantastic. They're even after running after the catch, yards after catch. But I think Kittle's just a little bit better because he's just more consistent on... Catching passes, um, and also Kelsey will have three or four weeks where he disappears. Kittle's more of a week to week dude. He's gonna put up eight fifty to a hundred yards somewhere in between there, and the occasional one fifty to two hundred yard game in there too.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest difference in those two tight ends is a speed that Kittle I think has phenomenal speed as a tight end, and b his strength is really I think underlooked because of his size out there. He he blocks phenomenally for a tight end mm-hmm. in this size. There was uh, this one video that went out. He was run blocking in the end zone and he pancaked someone and he yeah. rolled over and he's just smiling like, oh, yeah. ah, I
1: did that. I mean. Now, I will say, I, I give the advantage to Kittle just because the Chiefs don't really ask Travis Kelsey to block a lot. Yeah, either. I mean, they, we're, and, we're a passing and, team. And, and, and the 49ers are a under center, mm-hmm. West Coast style type of team. So, I. I'm going to give the advantage to Kittle, but I mean, it's really, when it comes down to it on their best days, it's a coin flip when they're both playing at their best football.
0: Listen, I'm going to say this, and I think they both fit perfectly in the scheme their coaches are asking them to do. Kelsey, with being out there, he can line up out wide or he can line up... And the regular tight end position with Kittle, same thing. And then when you ask him to run block, he can run block. Like you said, Travis Kelsey is not as good of a run block. And I think that's why Blake Bell
1: is there as well. Yeah, Blake Bell's there to do that.
0: Yeah. And also, I think Kelsey, like you said, his hands are very inconsistent. Especially it's shown in the first two playoff games. On the first drive, he dropped two passes that you would think... Kittle would make a catch on that
1: 100. percent I were... think Kelsey could make a catch on that. I, well, yeah, I, I, I just I think he turned it's, his head. He was it's getting not a the first algebra. time he's had problems dropping the football. I, I I can't bash him too much. Well, yeah, because, because he's, he's still... the best, one of the best tight ends in the league, if not the best. Yeah. Um, I think Kittle would be even scarier if you put him in an offense where they do spread him out a little bit. Yeah. Because Kelsey rarely lines up on the line anymore in a three point stance. Yep. Kittle mainly plays out of a three-point or two-point stance. If you put him in an offense where he plays in the slot or outside, <laughs> his capabilities yeah. are... I,
0: Shanahan's play designs when they do that mis uh, misdirection pass where he lines up here and all of a sudden he just runs right across the line is perfect for what Kittle is used for because oh, of his yeah. speed. And like we said, with Kittle and Kelsey, you can't line them up with a linebacker because Kel- Kelsey's too big, but Kittle's too fast. And then with a safety... I mean, that works better for with the 49ers, and so I say, as you're playing the 49ers, because the safety probably can play better with Kittle. With Kelsey, he's still too small to play with Kelsey. So, I mean, there's so many disadvantages and advantages with Kelsey and Kittle, but they just fit perfectly into what their offensive scheme is.
1: Yeah. Um, I... I just want to take a minute to appreciate the play callers in this Oh, game. that's what I was about the, to go to. That's literally what I was about to the ask. People you. that cre- Andy Reid versus Kyle. <laughs> oh, Fanny. my God. Are gosh. you kidding me? I can't wait to see these I play I can't designs. wait to see some of the crap that they throw Debo Samuel out there. running around. Miko Hardman just going back and forth. The thing that I am really wanting to see if they pull back out. I don't know if you remember this. They have a play where they line up and use check is uh, they have Garoppolo in mm. their center, they have Juszczyk to the left of Garoppolo, and then they have the back right, either Breida, Maher, yep. or Coleman if he plays, if he, yeah, with directly behind Garoppolo. I love it. When they're on the goal line, they pull out that play where they give it to Juszczyk, and they let Juszczyk run the option. Yep. I'm so worried that that's going to burn the Chiefs, but that is such an awesome play. <laughs> like, who thinks of that? I don't. Who lets a fullback run the option? Like, that is amazing. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to throw shade here at Seth, but the only reason he remembers this play is it was ran against the Saints when they played mm-hmm. They've remember. done it more than once. <laughs> yeah, they they, yeah, they, yeah, they did they, it against the Saints. And I think that was the first time it really hit the spot. Like, oh, wow. They yeah. ran. It. So, I mean, like you said, the play designs are crazy. Andy Reid, one of the best. Kyle Shanahan, one of the best. And he's still young. So, it's going to be awesome to watch that. Also, you got to give a little credit to the defensive coordinators here. Everyone's been doubting the Chiefs' defense, especially. Oh, they're playing Tennessee. Derrick Henry's going to run all over them. Only give up 69 yards. Now, they're still doubting them going up against Mostert, which I guess you can say is okay, but I mean, I feel like they need to get a little more respect. And while with the 49ers' defense, obviously, they've been one of the best
1: but all they are, year. In my opinion, they're the best defense football.
0: Yeah. But the thing with them is is they
1: play a lot of zone. Mm hmm. And. Trust me, I, I got a, I got a strategy on how to. But the the zone that. Is,
0: the, the, the thing with their zone is it'll work when you can get the pass rush. Now, will they get the pass rush against our offense? We'll see. Even if they do, I think Patrick Mahomes will get outside the pocket. But I think they run a lot of RPOs in this game.
1: Yeah, I think they do too. Um, another play that I really want... Uh, just one more thing about the mm-hmm. gadget plays. Another play, something I really want to see. Um, when they let Kelsey run that kind of like... Pistol set oh. option play <laughs> when they were in so, a-, a lot of people don't know Travis Kelsey played quarterback nope. in college for two years at Cincinnati. I'm ready for like him to let them run like an r p o type deal with Kelsey where he can pull it and throw a little jump pass, or if it's fourth and one at like the fifty he can pull it and slide on him a little swing or something. I want to see that so bad because a lot of people don't know Kelsey played quarterback in high school in those first two years of college, and then they moved in the tight end, yeah so um. I do agree the I think the 49ers are the best defense in football, but there is a way to beat them. And um I think the Chiefs should come out guns a blazing. Oh yeah. I, I if Andy Reid tries one more time in a game to try to establish a 50 yards a game <laughs> running game that is not existent. It like We get your it, we... best running game is your 5 to 10 yard dump off, your 5 to 2 yard dump offs and your screen game. Or That's your running Patrick game. Patrick Mahomes gets outside of the exactly. game Exactly. Um, I think the Chiefs ought to go a lot of four and five wide just to break up that they run the the Niners run a lot of cover three. So I really hope that they put Sherman on Hill. Yeah. Because if you can get the safety on that side away on that cover three, Tyreek Hill is going to expose Richard Sherman. Yeah, and I I don't consider Richard Sherman a true lockdown corner anymore. <sighs> the, the Niners hold up hide him in a cover three. Listen, I I
0: don't think the Forty ers when they run, man-to-man will have Sherman on no. uh, Hill. You can't do that. Sherman, obviously, yeah, he plays pretty good at corner, but he is not going to stick with Hill on a streak or no even is. a slant. I mean, obviously no one is, but you would have better success with a slot corner trying to do it with...
1: Yeah, with some speed.
0: Also, uh, one of the other gadget plays I would love to see Andy Reid pull out, this, this happened a couple years ago. I think it was rookie season for Tyreek Hill. I would like to see... Shotgun, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Michael Hartman, all in the same backfield. Ooh. Run a triple option Ooh. with that.
1: Yeah, I like that. That'd be a good. I forgot about that play. Yeah,
0: that would be.
1: <laughs> I I think the biggest thing that the Chiefs can expose the Niners on is to beat a zone. You want a lot of stuff over the middle of the field, oh, yeah. and the Chiefs' ten to twenty yard crossing route passing game is phenomenal. Stuff over the middle of the field that's going to be open all game. Um, It was there against the Texans. Um, The Titans was a little bit more. You could expose them vertically more than over the middle of the field. But I think against the 49ers defense, that runs a lot of cover three, a lot of cover two, show one. um, I think that their crossing patterns and their stuff over the middle of the field is going to be their all game. And just – Play to your strengths. Yeah, please, please, please. Do not <laughs> don't try, try to run do the something football. different.
0: Don't try to do something different. We got that you want to run the football. You want to have people like, oh, you can run it. You can't. We can't run the football, Andy. But <laughs>
1: like being a, if we get the passing game going, if you notice, Damian Williams' best days is when yeah. is when the passing game gets going first. Yeah, because then- our running game works when the passing game gets going first. It can't be the other way around. Yeah. Play to your strengths. And let the guy that's behind center that's got you here sling it. Let him sling it until he can't throw no more. I I, I just, if we get off to a slow start, I don't think we'll be in trouble. But it's going to be a lot. I mean, us Chiefs fans don't want another heart attack. Because it's going to be a lot harder. We're not going to put up 28 and a quarter against this defense. I think we can come back from 14 or 21 if we get down that much. But it's gonna take a lot more than 28 and one quarter. <laughs> so, <laughs> just do us a favor and play to your strengths. Don't try to be someone you're not, Andy Reed.
0: And I wanna, I wanna give a huge thank you to Daniel Sorensen. This man has stepped up huge in the spot of Juan Thornhill. First, coming up with clutch tackles and clutch plays against the Texans, and then against the Titans, he was playing really well.
1: Our, our safeties. Our so- Tyron
0: made- Matthew has made that secondary so much better. He's made our defense better. Oh yeah, Brett he- Veach and the GM for the 49ers need so much applause for how they got their teams here. Because a Brett Veach got that defense and draft picks going, and with the 49ers, he got Garoppolo. He's been making moves that people don't think are good, like Debo
1: De- uh, Debo Samuel one of the most I watched him play when people were calling him a buzz. I watched him play. I watched a lot of SEC football and he played college ball at South Carolina. Yeah, that kid was phenomenal in college too. Him and Miko He's-
0: Hardman on the same field again, that's going to be crazy.
1: Um you made you you brought up a good point there the GMs. Um a funny thing is though about the two GMs, they both the Chiefs and the Niners both had really different paths going here. The Chiefs have been consistent all through the year. Well, yeah, they needed 15 <laughs> behind center to take them to the promised land. They got their guy at quarterback. Thank God. Because our luck at the quarterback position has been god-awful.
0: <sighs> and we would know. Like, people would be <laughs> like, oh, you guys are bad ones. Me, Seth? We've been there when the brown sacks had to be on the heads when you go to a game. Bro,
1: I even remember the Steve Bono days yeah. with my dad talking about. Like, Steve Bono, Elvis Gerbach. Like, don't. Yeah. Oh, it's it's bad, been bad. It's bad. Bad it's, yeah. Um But, so the Chiefs really just facilitated this team through the draft. They really... I mean, Tyron Matthew was kind of a big free agency splash, but they really haven't spent a lot of money on free agents. So the Chiefs this last offseason spent the least amount of money on cat on free agency. Yeah. On the other side of the spectrum, the 49ers spent over $212 million in free agency. So you can get there by spending the least money in drafting, or on the other side of the spectrum, the 49ers got here by spending the most money and building up through free agents. So... It's interesting to see how still both what you can still draft and develop a team, or the modern day NFL is spend yeah. your whole bank account and build a dream team. So, wait, I, I think it's interesting the two pass the teams got here from. And this was said all season
0: long: whoever gets the buys are going to have the tremendous success in the playoffs.
1: It always is, and is is
0: always, and. As a Chiefs fan, I still thank you, Miami, for what you did in Week 17. Oh,
1: Ryan Fitzpatrick should have beat the Jerome for the <laughs> Houston game. <laughs> Tell you, he man. Sh- he should have been I hope you're there. To, I hope you're there Sunday, sir. Oh, okay. Is he so, is Andy Reid can give you some stakes. He some was on. Game. Ryan Fitzpatrick was on uh, Sports Radio 810 this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick, man. <laughs> we love you here, man. We love you, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, when it gets down to it. They should really bring him in as a backup yeah. because I think Miami's going to go quarterback. They really won't need Ryan Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. anymore because they're going to want to – they'll probably play Josh Rosen, a younger guy, um, and they're going to draft a quarterback, I yeah. think. Um, could be. Josh, I, I think we could bring in – I think a good repayment would be bring in a reliable guy because I still think Chad Henney's a little, eh, I mean – lit. When we have some younger guys as backups, I think next year Ryan Fitzpatrick is a perfect backup for Patrick oh, yeah. back Mahomes. Man, perfect backup. I, I'll tell you something. I'm.
0: This two weeks have been real long. They've been agonizing. dude. and did, and then last Sunday was just so sad with the Pro Bowl, and then obviously Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. And I'm just, I'm just so happy we're only two sleeps away from the biggest gaming. 50 what are you talking week?
1: about? My birthday is tomorrow. am oh, my okay. birthday weekend. Oh. I ain't sleeping. <laughs> you're not sleeping. I ain't at, sleeping. Oh, okay. We're,
0: <laughs> I'm surprised you're not in Miami. I'm <laughs> oh,
1: man, I wish. I wish. But, I don't have twenty. Yeah, we do to Yeah. But
0: <laughs> it, let's, I want to turn the attention to the coaching side of the aspect of who do you think, do you think
1: the buy helped Kyle Shanahan or Andy Reid more? Oh, that's a good question. Um I think it helped Kyle Shanahan. Um reason being this I'd retire if I had the game plan for this Chiefs <laughs> offense right now. I mean, there's crazy. so many cuz Andy Reid's been doing this for so many years. I guarantee you, we're gonna see six to ten plays that we've never seen before on Sunday. He's like, man, I had this. Out of I,
0: I had this played in he, week one, but I couldn't yeah, play it. <laughs> he,
1: he Andy Reid's famous for holding plays till the big games and the big playoffs. I, I, and Andy Reid's always good about game planning and I really think that this is gonna help Kyle Shanahan. I don't think it's gonna help him win the game, but um, I actually think that it's gonna be a really close game in the first half, mm-hmm. and then the Chiefs. But I think. In the first half, the box score is not going to show what kind of... I think the Chiefs are going to dominate throughout. I think the 49ers are going to get their big plays. I think Steve Spagnolo needs to stay aggressive. I mean, the Chiefs dang near blitz on every player, have some sort of stunt <laughs> on them. And Tyron player. Matthews just moving around the whole I time. I think <laughs> Tyron Matthews just needs to do whatever he... That's what has made him such a successful player, is because he has played a snap at every defensive position in the NFL. Yeah. Even defensive line. So, I and what made him successful as LSU is that he gets to pick and choose what he wants to do. If he wants to go blitz, go ahead, go blitz. If he wants to go play coverage, play coverage. If he's sensing something, call an audible. Get it. Get everybody in the right and spot. And I think
0: that's why he was actually more okay with coming to Kansas City because he knew he could run this defense yes. because
1: he's like, oh, I, I'm going to have to be the leader. Exactly. Of this and um, I think about week eight, I think is when they started to let Tyron Matthew really do what he wanted to do, let him roam around and just be a ball hawk. And I think week eight, when they started letting Tyron Matthew do that, that's when they that's when this defense really started to take a turn is when they let Tyron they kinda of let Tyron Matthew out of the cage. So let him be free. <laughs> yeah. So I think Spagnuolo needs to be aggressive. You're gonna give up some plays. I think we should just load the box with eight. Beg Jimmy Garoppolo to beat us because I think they'll get a few big plays or two through the air. I don't think it'll be consistent, and I think in the end we'll run away with it. 38 21. Oh, wow, we're already putting out the score, guys. 38 21, Kansas City is my prediction. Listen,
0: I, I think Frank Clark. The trade and the money we gave him. At the beginning of the year, I was I was very upset because the way he was playing it wasn't...
1: $105 million dollars yeah, wasn't it was, showing it up. It was not showing up.
0: But at the, once, like you said, week eight, everything turned. And he's been progressively getting better and better and starting to make it look like he deserves what he got paid. Yeah. But it also helps that Chris Jones is out there with him. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. when you don't have Chris Jones out there, you're like, all right, Frank Clark, all right, we're doubling him because we don't have to double Chris Jones on the way. Now... Frank Clark's had two phenomenal games, especially against Houston. He had three sacks in that game. And then last week, he was just disruptive against Derrick Henry. I think the game against Tennessee, the game started changing when they finally said, all right, you know what? Chris Jones, you're going to have to play more than just third down. Get in this groove. We're going to put you up there, and we're going to have to stop you with Derrick Henry. That's when it changed. And I truly believe the two weeks actually, I wouldn't say it helped Andrew Reid, but it helped the Chiefs more as a team because it got him more healthy with chris jones travis kelsey still had been agging a little bit with that quad or hamstring injury whatever he had and i think chris jones is going to be ready to play and i think that middle is not going to get there and i think i think the biggest factor that's not been said is jimmy garoppolo's speed or agility to get outside the pocket and i think once that pocket collapses you're going to get sacks on top.
1: You, uh, Russell Wilson said something the other day. Like these days, you don't have to be a Lamar Jackson, but you gotta be mobile. Yeah, like guys like Drew Brees. The reason why he's still playing, and uh, unfortunately Tom Brady does a little bit though. <sighs> their ability to kind of like not run around and make some of the plays that Wilson or Mahomes or mm-hmm. Jackson can make, just their footwork and their ability to move around and slide around in the pocket is still keeping them from getting hit. And keeping them healthy and keeping them successful. Yeah. Because they have the people around them to do it. And
0: I think that's one thing, I hate to bring it up, but I think it's one thing that Texans stink at. They don't know how to use Deshaun Watson in the right no, way. They like don't.
1: he's just sitting in that pocket That's waiting. That's what killed Marcus Mariota in Tennessee too. Yeah. They didn't know how to you can't put Marcus Mariota under center when he barely played maybe it, one I or mean, two snaps. Obviously under it doesn't help or his or offensive
0: line for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. So, but you said you, your score was what? 38-21 in right. Kansas City. I've been I've been leaning to two different scores. The one I'm going to go with is Thirty-seven, thirty-three. I'll go thirty-seven, wow. thirty-three. You got a
1: closer game than I do. I,
0: I w- I've been going. It's been between forty-one and thirty-seven, but I'm going to go thirty-seven, thirty-three. Kansas City wins. And who's your MVP? Okay, if the Chiefs are winning, who is the MVP? It's got to be Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion.
1: Okay, I, I think I, I also agree. Who's your dark horse MVP? Dark horse MVP, Honey Badger.
0: Damn you now. took
1: mine. Dude. Really? All you right, took fine, mine. Fine.
0: If I had to go with another dark horse t- uh, uh, MVP. Give me Travis Kelsey, I guess.
1: Um, If I had to go with another one, I'd probably go Tyreek Hill just because I think they're going to let – I want to see Tyreek Hill and McCole Harmon back Mm -hmm. together to return punts and kicks. Uh, Yeah, I think with the gadget plays that Andy Reid's got going, I think you're going to see a lot of number 10. You haven't really seen a lot of them in the last couple weeks. Um, I know he's had a couple touchdowns, but it's – I mean, he barely got any touches the last few weeks. I'd say – if it wasn't Mahomes or the Honey Badger, I'd say it's going to be go okay. for MVP. Now, since we were
0: talking a little bit about Dark Horses, who's your Dark Horse to make a surprising like, performance that will go under notice even though he had a really good performance for either team?
1: Um, I'll just go both here. I think um, for a Dark Horse to have a surprising performance, I think uh, 49ers linebacker Quan Alexander. I think Quan Alexander is going to have a fantastic football game. Got to stick with the LSU boys, too. Um, Quan Alexander is a great linebacker. He's been playing in Tampa Bay, so a lot lot of people got to see him. He's been out with an injury since week nine. I think Quan Alexander is going to be flying around. I think he'll be in charge of kind of if Mahomes gets out of the pocket. I think he'll be that guy in charge of Mahomes. Um, For the Chiefs, that's a hard one. (laughs) I don't want to pick a linebacker. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe a dark horse for me, depending on how much he plays, Derek Naughty. Okay. I think Derek naughty has been playing great football. Yeah. Him and Chris Jones are a great defensive tackle pair. Um, I think uh, Tano Passinio. That's who I'm going with. Okay. Uh, Tenu, see, I Passigno. was actually, all right. you For the Chiefs, that's who I was A leading. lot of attention is going to be on Jones and Frank Clark. I think Passigno's been playing great football. Um, two sacks for both the championship uh, and divisional games. So I think my dark horse mm-hmm. for a great performance would be ten to All
0: right, so you're going Pasino and then you're on Quan Alexander. So I was I'm going on the Chiefs side, it's on the defense. And I'm picking a player that his performance might not show, but I think his mind and his elder- olderness is going to be the reason it'll be a surprise dark horse. Terrell Suggs. Picked mm-hmm. him up late in the year. Mm-hmm. I think he's been here in the big stage. He's going to he keep has. everyone. He's a World yeah. champion. Yep. He's going to keep everybody cool and calm on that defensive side, and I think it's going to be a real big factor for the Chiefs. So Terrell Suggs, which is a great acquisition. Oh. And, and everyone's like... And I'm like, since we lost to Tennessee in the, early in the season, it really helped us because we got him. So Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I think it, what's understated is that I think one of the biggest changes for the Chiefs over the last few years. Yes, I know we got Mahomes. <laughs> and yes, I know we completely changed the defense. Um, with a defense, the reason why it took eight weeks, first before I get into why I think the biggest change, a lot of people are bashing this defense the first eight weeks. We had almost a brand, besides Chris Jones and maybe Hitchens and some other Daniel dudes, Sorenson. Daniel Sorensen, maybe. I think there's like three dudes. There was yeah. a whole new personnel trying to learn a whole new system. So it's going to take, not everyone, I mean, this is the only, I mean, my LSU Tigers are the first team, I think, that have brought in a whole new system on, a, on the side of a football and been successful right away. It takes a couple games. It may take, it took us half the season. But it got us there, so quit bashing the first. And eight I mean,
0: weeks. it was, and it was also because of injuries in those first eight weeks. Yes, yeah, we had a was, lot it, of it people. Went, up. It wasn't just coaching and bad play. I mean, you had injuries. You had Eric Fisher, Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Hill. I mean, the list was on and on. So I mean, but, everyone was like, "I was like, calm down, it's okay, okay guys."
1: <laughs> but I think the biggest difference is I know we had Eric Berry, and I know we had Derek Johnson, and I know we had some guys on the offensive side of the ball. But besides Eric Berry. You really never saw, especially you need this from the quarterback position, someone going down the sideline, being a vocal leader. No offense to Alex Smith, and no offense to really any Chiefs quarterback that we've had. We've never really had a vocal leader behind center, a captain. And every time we get down, Patrick Mahomes is the first one to speak, the first one to say when something's going wrong. Same thing on the defensive side of the ball. I know Eric Berry was a raw-raw guy, but he was a more before-and-after-game raw-raw guy. Mm-hmm. Same with Derek Johnson. Tyron Matthew during the middle of the game, before the game, after game. We have vocal leaders on all sides of the ball, and I think that has been a key point that the Chiefs have always been missing and that they finally have it now. And adding Terrell Suggs added to that. Tyree Kill starting to become a more vocal leader. Um, Travis Kelsey is a vocal guy. And it's more during the game when they need it. Not before or after the game. During the game. We've never had those vocal leaders. And I think we finally got some. And that's been the biggest difference for this Chiefs team the last few years. I My I favorite
0: thing with. when listening to, like, mic'd up with the AFC Championship is uh, Tyrell Matthew. Oh, we got that swagger, don't we, Patrick? <laughs> They're <laughs> playing you? with the a swagger. swagger. They're having fun. And so... I'm going with another veteran for the 49ers of my dark horse, and you went defense. I'm actually going to go offense on this one.
1: Emmanuel Sanders.
0: Yep, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that's going to be his security blanket in the the like fourth quarter when he needs someone to come he's up been in there. he there to, too. Yeah. So he's been there with the Broncos. And the and the Steelers.
1: He oh, yeah, the he, was that, the Steelers, he was the Steelers. yeah. Oh, that was Santana. That was like Santonio. San Hol- I, yeah, I was like, Emmanuel Sanders, I think, played for the Steelers. But... No, well, he did, but I was saying I was about to say he's the dude that made the team. Oh, no. That catch, was, that was Holmes. Holmes that yeah. That was Santana Holmes. Sorry, Santana <laughs> Holmes. <laughs> I yeah, disrespect. So,
0: Emmanuel Sanders, he's played well when he's, since he's been there. And in, in a press conference, I think it was opening night, he said, they're like a family in there, they call Sherman Uncle Sherm, so he's like, I think, it's just so cool to see two teams that play so similar, but so different at the same time, yes. in this Super Bowl, and it, it's going to be gonna a be, great game. It's going to be so much better than last year's little night, I'm still trying to wake up from last year's game, honestly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but hey, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, brother, always good to see oh, yeah. you. Always. We're both going for the Chiefs this weekend, I hope you guys are too. Hopefully, I'll see you Tuesday with a huge smile on my face from a Super Bowl victory. But until then, peace.